Welcome to Viva La Volva, the podcast that explores and teaches about the goodness of the vulva. Here is your host, Dr. Kara Quant, an internal medicine doctor and advocate for female sexual health. What up, y'all? This is your host, Dr. Kara Quant, and you are listening to the Viva La Volva podcast a podcast created by me for people like you, uh, vulva owners or non-vulva owners out there that just want to know a little bit more information about the vulva. It is a power source. It is a great part of our bodies that holds a lot of power. And I created a podcast to celebrate it. So Thank you for joining me uh, on this episode of the Viva La Vulva podcast. Today, we will be talking all about the smells down there. It is such an important topic. Many patients ask about it. Uh, friends of mine talk about it. And I wanted to have a episode on it because... I think there's a lot of miscommunication or misinformation out there. Um, so wanted to have a conversation about the smells down there. So before we get into the specific smells, because there's a lot of them, I want to give you a little bit of information. You may have grown up. I know some people out there have grown up thinking that we have to smell like roses. Our vaginas and our vulvas need to smell like roses or a partner will not go down on us, will not want to have sex with us because of the smell. I've had so many people asking about how they can improve it, how they can make it smell and taste like uh, roses. And let me just tell you, it's not an attainable goal. It's not something that is attainable. Everyone has a unique smell. And I think that you need to become familiar with that smell so you can know when it's off and know when you need to go to a provider to test what's going on. So I know for myself, hygiene was everything. We have to smell good, especially during our periods. It was a thing. And so that is the reason why there's so many products out there. You can go to any store. I'm sure you've been like freaking 7-Eleven. You can go to any store and find some feminine hygiene products because we have been taught that we need to smell good for our partners. I agree that we should have some investment in how we smell because if it smells off, then we need to be seen by a doctor or a provider. But I think that culture makes it that we need to be ashamed about anything that doesn't smell other than roses. And that is not attainable. It is not supposed to smell like roses. Those feminine hygiene products out there, the Summer's Eve, the douching products, they're not good products to use, especially some of those have ingredients that are actually irritants, not helpful, but irritants for the vagina and the vulva. 
So I've done episodes on like what out there, what lubes and like what things that you can use in and around the, the vagina and the vulva, because it really does make a difference, which gets into my next thing about the pH. So if you guys have heard my podcast before, you've heard me talk about it, give a little physiology lesson um, about the pH of the vagina. The vagina is supposed to be between 3.8 and 4.5 pH. And so that is more on the acidic side. We have a lot of bacteria within our vagina that helps it to maintain itself. It's a self-cleaning oven. <laughs> it's self-cleaning. We don't need any douching. We don't need any products to help with the smell. All you need is a little bit of water and maybe some very mild, gentle soap. That's all you need. All of those other products are out there to get money and to support our neuroses about wanting to smell perfect for our partners. Let me just stop there. <laughs> it really, it, it's hurtful. I think it, it's harming vulva owners out there with these products like Summer's Eve and the other millions of feminine hygiene products. And it just doesn't give a good message. So yes, the pH of the vagina needs to be a certain pH, 3.8 to 4.5, which is acidic. And again, there's a lot of bacteria that help with maintaining that acidic environment. Lactobacilli is one of them. So probiotics, if you've heard a lot, you've heard, I'm sure a lot of people hear about probiotics. Probiotics are good. They can help with maintaining the pH balance of the vagina, especially if you're prone to bacterial infections, yeast infections, things like that. That is like the lay of the land. You need to know the information before we go dive into the different smells that can happen throughout our lives, throughout our menstrual cycles, and so forth. So the first smell that you can have is like a coppery smell, like a metallic smell. And that smell is generally from blood. So the most common is your period. Um, you'll have a different smell during your period. It's more metallic. And you can also have this smell if you have rough sex. So if you have rough sex, um, especially if someone is penetrating you um, or something is penetrating you, it can cause some micro tears and it can cause you to have some bleeding. Bleeding shouldn't happen all the time. If it does happen all the time, you need to be seen by a doctor. But bleeding after sex can happen. And the metallic smell can be from blood because what blood contains is iron. And iron is basically a, a metallic taste. So that is the reason why you have a coppery type smell. And that is normal. The other thing that is very normal is, again, because I told you our vaginas do not taste like roses nor should they. So women can have like an earthy smell, a musky kind of smell, even a tangy smell, or even taste to the vagina. And that again is normal. It's normal <laughs> because of the bacteria that is within our vaginas. 
that do cause that taste or that smell from the vagina. So again, this is a normal smell. It's okay. Also, a changing scent can be normal, especially when we are, if you're on things like birth control pills, uh, this may affect the, the changing scent throughout the month. But for people who are not using any oral contraceptive pills, you can have a changing scent throughout your period, uh, throughout your menstrual cycle. And that is because of hormone changes, which is normal. So it is very important for you to know the smell. And I would even say the taste of the vagina, of the vaginal secretion. So you know what is abnormal to you. Because again, just like a fingerprint, every vulva owner has a different smell and it can be normal. The thing that is not normal are the fishy smell. So fishy smelling odor is usually from bacterial vaginosis. And for women who have recurrent BV infections, this is a common smell that you have. But fishy smelling odors are not normal and you should be seen by a provider for it. There's treatment out there, but what the fishy smell is, is the bacterial vaginosis, a a particular bacteria that kind of overgrows in the vagina and causes an infection. And it's usually because the pH balance of the vagina is off. And then to go along with the fishy smelling odor, if you're also having any changes in your discharge, that is also something that you need to watch out for. So usually like a grayish color or even a greenish color discharge is abnormal. A thick cottage cheese-like discharge is also abnormal and should be seen by a provider. It's really helpful for us to get samples of it too. So for the discharge, oftentimes patients, especially in this time of the pandemic, uh, we're doing a lot of telemedicine and uh, people are not being seen in person But it's really helpful for us, especially for the people who get recurrent infections, to get a sample to see more specifically what it is. So with all of that being said, fishy smelling odors and those other um, abnormal discharges should be seen by a provider so that you can get some treatment. Another smell that you can have is a kind of like a ammonia, like a bleachy smelling odor. And this is also something that is normal. So the bleachy or the ammonia smell is basically from urine. Um, So urine is a byproduct of uh, ammonia. And urine is basically made of urea. So uh, a byproduct of ammonia is urea. And so if you accidentally pee on yourself or if you have some incontinence issues, Um, you can have this smell to your vagina and your vulva and it's okay. Changing your um, underwear regularly, um, especially to avoid having a lot of moisture in the area 
um, or using absorbent pads can all help with the ammonia smell or the urine smell that can happen, but that's a normal smell. So for everything else, get checked out by a provider. And if you don't know what is normal, you can always be seen. There's no stupid questions. There's no stupid visits. Some people may feel silly going in and being like, oh, this is nothing, not a big deal but maybe it was a big deal to you. So be seen. So if you're having any uh, abnormal smelling discharge, or if you're having any abnormal smell in general, then be seen by a provider because they can diagnose it and they can hopefully treat it correctly. So overall, we do not smell like roses and it's okay all you really need, and this is often what I tell patients, all you really need is some sensitive soap and water, things like, yeah, I would just say sensitive soap, nothing with a lot of fragrance, nothing with fragrance in it, um, because that can cause a lot of irritation. Um, So I would just say some very sensitive soap and water is all you need. And you don't need to put anything inside the vagina, no douching products, nothing else inside the vagina to clean it because it is a self-cleaning machine. (laughs) It is self-cleaning. Our bodies are magnificent. Our bodies are incredible. And it can do a lot of things. It does do a lot of things that we don't even know it does. So we don't need to use those products anymore if you are using it. And that is basically it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think it's a very important conversation, important topic to have, because I know there's a lot of people out there that are sensitive about their smells. They're just, yeah, they're sensitive about it. And we all have them. I know we've all had either some shame about it or embarrassment of it, and there's nothing to be embarrassed about. So I am Dr. Kara Quant. Thank you for joining me today on this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the episode or subscribe to the podcast. Let your friends and family know. You can always hit us up on DM um, on Instagram at Viva La Vulva LA. You can also always email us, Dr. Kara, so D R C A R A at vivalavulvala.org and I will put that in the show notes for you to email us if you have any questions, comments, concerns or have any topics that you want me to talk about. All right. See y'all later. Bye.